Ladies and gentlemen, genteels, managers, founders, marketers, marketeers, this is The Daily Marketer, your 10-minute cup of coffee, your 7 a.m. Americano on all things growth marketing for the busy founder or startup marketer. My name is Jacob Kubica, a growth marketer by trade who's worked for Microsoft and Amazon and a few different startup clients solving their most pressing marketing problems. You know, I noticed one of the biggest problems new companies encounter is growing and retaining their customer base. So I started consulting with the mission to grow their 1,000 true fans and the process share my passion and knowledge along the way. Today, I had the fortune of working at one of the brightest companies up here in the Northwest, Rover, and I get to help grow their sitter base, where I get to work with some of the sharpest marketers, analysts, and product managers in the country up here on the West Coast. And honestly, I'd say the world. Anyway, this podcast is meant to be three cues, I call it. Quick, quality, and question-inducing. As in, I hope this hatches some questions in your head that you want to share with a friend or share with myself. Our topic for today is why great engagement and retention marketing pay dividends for user acquisition. And we're actually going to start off with a quote. Never forget to appreciate your old clients as well. It's seven times more expensive to get a new customer than to retain an existing one by the digital marketing group Invesp. You know, as much as paid acquisition is a saving grace for most companies, the cost of acquiring customers actually will become more expensive over time, regardless of the industry you're in. Enter engagement and retention marketing, your saving grace for this very problem. So you're probably wondering this. Why will it become more expensive to acquire new customers over time? Regardless if you work in tech, if you work in automotive, communications, whatever. It's because there's only so many people in the world. And after acquiring all of those very excited, diehard core customers, those early adopters that were some of the first customers of yours, you'll be left to do a couple different things. Uh, You could, one, define a new target audience to explore in addition to your current one. Uh, You could, two, expand to a new geographical market, new city, a new state, new country, new hemisphere. But this is going to require, both of these are going to require a whole host of touch points and trust building to ultimately build a relationship with these new customers. So what do you do? Well, that's where engagement and retention come in. They're like two skilled hosts at a dinner party where their sole purpose is to get guests involved, aka customers, and have them stay as long as possible, aka reduce churn. Because after all, you don't only want new customers, but you want them to stay and become loyal users. So you're probably wondering, where do I start? Going back to our dinner party analogy, new customers are like new guests, as you probably guessed it, who deserve world-class hospitality and a world-class experience that evening. So that's really tied to engagement and retention tactics. So that includes things like having some great conversation 
right? That was some interesting people. Translating this to engagement and retention, imagine getting some soft push notifications, very relevant to their step in the customer journey, or perhaps some relevant content marketing, some articles that are relevant to their pain points, their needs, their questions that they have in their head. Or perhaps it's using their name and location in your email communications or your text communications or social media posts, maybe directly to them. Going back to our dinner party analogy, what if you provided a surprise dinner at the end of the meal? Uh, Translating this to retention engagement, what if you provide new features, no cost to them, or community events where you're bringing together people uh, who are customers I always think about the Airbnb community events that they host in different cities where we have hosts and guests meet other hosts and guests or Lyft and Uber where they have those uh, hotspots where other drivers can meet other drivers. Maybe even provide gifts, like surprise, surprising gifts to your users. And then lastly, perhaps at the dinner party, you email your guests the next day and you say, hey, thanks for coming. Well, that's always really nice to get, isn't it? Translating this to engagement and retention. This is sending a feedback survey, asking for how did you like our product and service? Do you have any feedback for us? Maybe you're just dropping a a thank you message, a thank you email saying, hey, thanks for being part of our community. Thanks for buying our product. I hope to see you again soon. All right, y'all, if I'm going to leave you with one thing, it's this. Don't be tempted by short-term revenue and profit. I think lead acquisition, paid advertising is often really tempting. It can seem like a great way to get thousands of potential new customers, but it actually starts at the opposite end. It actually starts with building a great product. Then it would go to building a robust engagement and retention strategy because obviously you want to keep those people there. And then you would go to your lead acquisition, your paid acquisition, because it all waterfalls into each other. I think that's a a good analogy. I think the best analogy, speaking of analogies, is personal development. How I've always looked at is that you spend energy and time becoming your best self so you can give your best self to other people. At least that's always been my philosophy. I think a product and service is no different. So you continue to create your best product so you can provide the best solution to your customers' needs. And I think tech companies actually do this really well. It's always great to take a page out of their book. So think of constant software updates, Google Maps, or slightly better features uh, each product go around. Think of Apple. And finally, think of world-class customer experiences like Zappos. It's all in the service of the product, so... Marketing can really be a breeze. Uh, So marketing isn't the tax you're paying for having a subpar product. It's just maybe some additional effort you use to bolster your incredible world-class product. All right, y'all. That's all for today. We'll be releasing episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. And I love feedback. Do you have any questions? Do you have any topics? Any suggested guests? Well, you know what? Leave me feedback on my Twitter at Jacob underscore Kabika. That's J-A-K-U-B underscore K-U-B-I-C-K-A. And hell, send me an email, jacobkabika at outlook.com. Would love to receive it. Hell, give me some hate mail too. That's, that's always interesting and entertaining. 
or go to my website and leave me feedback at jacobkabeka.com forward slash contact. And as, as usual, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're using. All right, everyone. Have a great day. Toodles. Bye-bye.